welcome to issue number 15 headline heroes a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story my name is drew mick i'm nathan haynes and i'm tanner ackerman so guys are you excited for the uh, nba awards show tonight oh is that oh boy is that tonight yeah what Oh boy! Yeah, what time is that? Oh come on! I know you've had this mark on your calendar. Um, um yep. Um, I, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to put on my basketball jumpsuit <laughs> and yep. get out the old Bieber. All right. You know the the basketball. I, I know you're a huge you know, NBA fan. Who who do you think is going to win MVP? Um, the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> now. <laughs> Now, I noticed you picked an entire team instead of an individual person and also a hockey you know, team. There's no iron team and anyone with a dream can do it if they try. Well, I think so. if they can screw up the like best pictures for, for the Oscars, then I mean, I think I don't see how a whole team can't win MVP. <laughs> I guess you're right. Thank and you, in Drew. a different sport. I mean, it's 2017. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew, who is your pick for MVP? Um, Bobby Fischer. And here's why. Yes. <laughs> Please uh, I elaborate. Don't, <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive, but I think uh, he deserves it because he. Yeah, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys. I'm gonna you. say oh, Bobby oh, boy, Knight because oh, he is horse. a good, good um, display. A good. He exudes teamwork and just motivation, and I think he's got that big smile on his face every time I see a picture of him. Yeah, Bobby Knight, known Bobby known as a very uh, jovial person. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, so, Tanner, this eludes me. What team did Bobby Knight coach? Um, well, he coached a college team, uh, mostly known for oh, okay. <laughs> mostly known for uh, Indiana and then Texas Tech. So, I mean, you guys are both going wild cards here. Uh, n- not even an individual player or in the same sport. I think if we win this, Listen, you owe us a lot of money, Tanner. Gained, okay? I mean, I honestly, if the listeners would just listen to you guys on and this. bet on what you're, yeah. you guys are saying, they would probably win quite a bit. Too bad this is going to come out well after the awards. Yeah, we'll, we'll set up a tweet poll. Um, if you're listening to this and you think, uh, well, wait, by the time this comes out, it's long gone, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll still set up the poll. Um, if you think uh, Bobby Knight wins, you tweet that. Um, and what did you say? <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers is what Nate said. Now, Tanner, at what time, for remind me, what time should I tune in for the special category most erotic trick shot? Oh, okay. That's probably the most hyped one of the night. Um, and so. Uh-huh. Who do you think is going to take that one? Well, first, who do I think is going to take it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to say Dirk Nowitzki just because he's very sensual out there on the court, <laughs> which I know. I don't need to tell no, you guys. I know me, you're all very big fans of him. What was the name of his trick again? You know that one. Oh, uh, you know the Cincinnati the bow tie. Oh, <laughs> what, is, what does that entail for, for our listeners out there? I mean, we all know uh, yeah, what I it is, but what's that? What is well, that? Well, okay. So he, uh, you know, he's going for a free throw. And what he does is he sets the ball down, turns around and drops his, his oh, pants. So he takes a dump right on the ball. <laughs> oh no! We've gone 15 episodes this. without talking to poop, and frankly, I'm, I'm I'm surprised it wasn't me that brought it up. You think that's the most sensual? I mean, you should have seen the play, Drew. <laughs> we, we learned a lot about Tanner, I guess. Also, that'll be at 8:45 Central Time is when that award will get announced. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. I forgot that I have a game. 
of basketball. Oh, you can't miss tonight, the big game. So I, I, I suppose they can't be without you, Nate. Yeah, you know. You know how I lead that team. Now, here's a question. If one of our superheroes or supervillains, which one is most likely to to be in the NBA? I think we touched on this in the first episode we ever did, which is Bushido Sobo. We did. That 20-foot vert. Oh, yeah. She could be on the Harlem <laughs> oh, yeah. Globetrotters. I remember you saying that. Now, what about All right, like, so. espresso or double shot or anything? Like, I feel like at least the the fast one would probably be pretty. Now, okay, so as that's well. three. Uh, now, if we, it's what is it? Five on a team. Now, if they were going yeah. up against the Monstars, who who would complete? Okay, who would complete their team? Michael Jordan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember in episode nine when we made the that Michael Jordan the basketball? Yeah, match? I, do I remember, remember that. Didn't we? He was able to take off his bald head and dribble it like a ball. That was his superpowers. <laughs> That's exactly and he's, all was. he's wearing is like Hanes underwear. Oh, geez, straight out of my dreams and onto the, <laughs> onto the podcast. Now we need one more person. I'm gonna say okay, let's... Um, Mech Gruff because I mean we've all seen Airbud. Oh, oh shit! You're so right. You're so right. And Coached by Bobby Knight. That that is our starting lineup. Wait, I, I do have a question though. A, a regular basketball game, as we all know, is complete my sentence. How long it is? Time. Forty eight minutes long. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, just like I was gonna say. So Derek, if he did it right, like say we only put four members of the team on the court and then oh. just like put Derek courtside and they're like, we need another player. And he goes, damn it. I just wanted to eat my nachos and watch this game, but I guess I'm really good at basketball now <laughs> Okay, for the next for, hour. I yeah. actually have to give a shout out real quick to one of our listeners, Michael, who uh, approached me and told me that exact scenario <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Saying that, yeah, I'm not even kidding. He told me that he wishes we would have brought that up with Derek, that he should have been, been an NBA player and they just put him in for the fourth quarter always <laughs> so nate uh what what is it we do here okay uh well, what do we do here i you know we've been talking about basketball for so i've been so deep in the basketball paint for so long that i can't i know yeah, that was a good that was a good basketball <laughs> thing i think so what we do here uh if you, we, we've kind of alluded to is every week we're going to take articles bizarre headlines that we found across the internet and try and use pick one at random and try and use that random headline to create a comic book origin story for like a supervillain or superhero. Kind of depends on the week. Uh, last week we made a hero, and so that means this week we're gonna make a villain. So Tanner, Tanner, what do you got for us this week? Okay, so yes, we are making a villain because last week we made the original Girl Scout Daisy, yeah, who was also our first alien and sort of essentially our first Justice League type entity. Yeah, we left it open to pursue in the future, but yeah, we made our first team up Justice League set in the past during like World War One and whatnot. And we left that very open because it turns out it's incredibly hard to write an entire backstory for a Pantheon in less than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. This week, though, we are doing a villain. And the article for this, which is number 13 for you guys, is teen dresses up as a T-Rex for prom photos with girlfriend. And this was sent in to us actually by um, Carl, who does the music for our podcast as well. You hear him every week, but you never hear him. Carl Sorensen. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Carl. Thanks for tweeting at us. So now, what you what I you know how I know this is going to be a good one. If you look at the URL up top uh, for the article, it's it's teen dresses up as T Rex for prom photos with girlfriend. It was really fun. So like that really <laughs> sets us up right away for for Oof. success. Because sometimes I worry, is this really thank, funny? But this time the article. Thank to goodness we're a comedy podcast. Because if we were any anything else, I don't think we could avoid the goofs here. How is this 
an article. That's this uh, is a question I have uh, a lot of times. This is up there for me though. It's just they they are not proposed. They asked them to go to prom. That's literally it. They they just happen well, to be wearing a T Rex costume. This is not news. This they, it wasn't a proposal to prom. It was the pictures before prom. Oh, okay, but. And if you if you if you I'm just so look frustrated by this article, Tanner, just take take. Hey, sorry, Tanner, okay. put down the folding chair, Tanner. <laughs> okay, you can't hit him. He the computer is not him, Tanner. That's not how it works. Um, if okay, you I'm look good. very I'm closely, good. I believe you will see that the T Rex is wearing a bow tie. Oh, well, now, now, it's, now it's fine. So there's a tiny bit of drama in this article that we could maybe try and use to flesh this out. Unfortunately, Willingham, the guy who put the T Rex suit on. Uh, his school dress code for the dance wouldn't allow him to wear the suit inside. Oh, that's about the most drama I can find in this article about a boy proposing or taking prom photos in a dino suit. So what do we want to do? Is this a guy who just really wants to be a T-Rex and you can't stop him? I, I mean, I think immediately his motivation is the exact controversy Nate pointed out that he just wants to wear that into into prom, but they won't let him. Hmm. <sighs> Does he get powers related to being a T-Rex? Does he try and enhance himself to be more T-Rex-like? Is this a science experiment gone awry? Like, where is his, where is his powers coming from? And what are they, I guess? Now, Tanner, I'm going to say it right now before you say it. Nope, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he got struck by lightning right after this picture In the taken? suit? Yeah, in the suit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not sure as much as... As I think what would end up happening is not a fusing of T-Rex and man. It would just be a fusing of whatever plastic, whatever that T-Rex is made out mm-hmm. of, fused to this man's skin, and then it's just a hospital ride. Yeah, we can't escape the fact that uh, it is made of plastic. What if um, during prom he sneaks away and goes into the chemistry room to finish up some experiment he's been working on? I feel on. like we just know. did that type of thing, though, with uh, um, Professor Persuasion. Persuasion. I was thinking we could do something like he's walking away from prom all angry and upset, like kicking rocks, and he like stumbles across this weird looking uh, pawn shop or something like that, and it's run by the devil, it turns out, and he just makes some offhanded comment that he wishes he was a real T-Rex, and so then the costume gets magical powers from that, but the curse is he can never take it off. If he ever takes it off, he'll die. (laughs) Or something like that. And that would explain how it actually gives him powers instead of it just melting plastic to his skin. <laughs> and then he walks into the pawn shop and he gets hit by lightning. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. There's a genie in there <laughs> and he strikes him with lightning. Or he yes. gets like a monkey paw and then he gets struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah. He Well, he has to say the magic words first, uh, Gam Gam Sam Sam, and then he gets hit by lightning. <laughs> or, or he uh, gets this giant just rod, like metal rod that they give him, and he just walks out, and it starts, it's like a really bad thunderstorm outside, and then he hits by a bus, and <laughs> it gives him powers. It could be he gets cursed, but like maybe he pisses off this shopkeeper, and it's like kind of like, Turns in it turns out the shopkeeper is Christopher Walken or some some stupid shit like that, and he curses him. Maybe the shopkeeper's like, "Take off your T Rex costume if you're going to be in my shop or something like that," and he gets offended by it. Oh yeah, yeah. Kid yeah. says no. He says, I'll, "I'll never take it off," and the guy gets all mad. He says, "That's right, you won't," and then he curses him. There we go. Now, could we retcon it so that it's like the principal? Because we already had that established drama. Like, you can't wear that in here. He's like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take it off. He's like, 
All right. So so it shall be. Turns out the principal is is a cursed genie. Okay. So like he sneaks into prom then somehow. Like he crawls through the vents and, and gets in, <laughs> and then the principal catches him out on the dance floor and drags him to the principal's office and tells him to take it off. And then he refuses to. Yeah. And the principal's like, all right. Well, here's my first edition Tony Robbins Necronomicon. Oh, <laughs> is it too soon to dip back into that well? Or are we ready? I mean, I it's not to say. I mean, in this world, the Necronomicon exists, but there could be many followers of the the Robbins Con, Necro Tony Con, Necro Robbins Con. Yeah, that that's the one. I think that does make more sense, though. That'd be the principle. Okay. I like the idea of use at least referencing the Necronomicon or something like that again, because it makes the the principal's powers less arbitrary and like it makes it, it makes less it random less in the scope. Mysterious. Like, and then the principal happens to be magic for some reason. Like it makes <laughs> it like you know, but like the Necronomicon was a good idea because it like pulled from something that we already sort of established. Should we go with it then? We can keep workshopping it too. See what else sort of comes out. What, what other ways could he get power? Like, well, it could be the route that the suit was already cursed. And he puts it on and he does some sick moves on the dance floor. And what lo and behold, that's the that's the T-Rex shuffle. And that's what summons and activates the powers. And he turns into a T-Rex. Ah, yes. The, the T-Rex, T-Rex shuffle. Yeah, you know the T-Rex shuffle. <laughs> you know, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. Now bite, now bite, now bite. <laughs> now chomper all the rest. So like the mask then that it's a, a curse and he put it on. Yeah. I mean, we got it, it. It can't be right away that it, it activates the powers because somehow this picture was taken with him in the, the, the normal suit. That's before prom. Yeah. But something happens at proms. Oh, that's prom what I'm that I makes see, it. I see, I see. Yeah. That's what Drew's saying. Maybe the principal drew uh, a Tony Robbins pentagram on the gym floor. <laughs> Kid happens to dance in the middle of it. Oops. Activates it. Could be a combo then. Could be a combo. <laughs> I don't know. I like the Necronomicon one, but if you guys like the dance one better, I, I'm willing to go with that too. I'm genuinely good with either. I, I like the Necronomicon, I think was fun because it pulled from established lore. I was trying to think of a way to combine it, but it's just completely absurd. <laughs> 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 no, let's let's do the Necro Robbins Con principle. All right. Tight. Principle is a fan of Tony Robbins has a first edition book about convincing people to do things and, and other dark arts. Uh, before we go further, should we like talk about Tony Robbins and what the hell we decided with that for the audience in case this is their first episode? So we had an episode two episodes ago, uh, issue number 13, started with a raccoon, now we're here, in which we, we posited there was a character called Professor Persuasion who um, went to a Tony Robbins seminar because he wanted to be more persuasive and have people listen to him. And during the Tony Robbins event, Tony basically granted upon him powers that he could use to convince people to do things if he lectured them. Was that about right? Yeah, we decided Tony Robbins was some ancient power responsible for the Necronomicon. Yep, that's what I remember. So kid is absolutely shredding it on the dance floor. It's kind of like like Charlie Brown. Yeah, he's, peanuts. he's doing the Charlie Brown. I was thinking it's kind of like a, a John Hughes teen movie. Like the adults are looking on like, what is this kid doing? And he's just shredding. it. Oh, OK. The principal pulls him aside. It's just like, you can't you can't do this. The heck I can't. And then he he starts doing the, the worm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great visual what's the girl is, doing i'm gonna be a dinosaur forever he yells <laughs> i feel like there's gotta be some ironic statement by him or some sort of trigger that the principal gets to to, to do this thing to him 
he, yeah, like either I'm never taking this off or I'm going to be a dinosaur forever. Yes. He, he thrashes his head and hits the principal and makes the principal spill his punch all over his like 70s style suit. And he just had it cleaned. He just had it cleaned and pressed. It was his prom suit. His grandpa was buried in it. <laughs> and then he dug it up. Do you know how hard that was to clean? He, needed, the, he needed his grandfather's remains for some Necronomicon thing. Oh, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the suit. That's a really nice suit. Really good suit. What's uh, This is an important question. What's the girlfriend doing through all of this? Is she like supportive of this uh, T-Rex life? Is she like, oh, I can't believe he's doing this. I don't know. Maybe she like ends up then dancing with like his best friend or something. And that's also because he's a villain. So, I mean, that's part of what makes him like go bad after the suit. Like maybe he like runs back into the prom and there she is slow dancing with his best friend instead. And then they kiss. Now when he runs back into the prom, is he by this time a full-fledged T-Rex? Yeah. And he keeps just yelling, but it's like a dinosaur roar. (laughs) And also people are fucking running by this point. Yeah. But his girlfriend and that boy are still dancing. (laughs) They're not letting anything get in the way. (laughs) Well, They're playing their song. They're too caught up in Your each song. Other. Love song. Lots of songs. <laughs> Was the theme of this prom like prehistoric? But that sounds more like <laughs> a vacation Park. Bible school theme. <laughs> but I, I love it though. Like, oh man, what a cool T-Rex. Well, no, wait, hold on. I feel like if it was prehistoric, maybe they would have let it slide for this kid to come in with the T-Rex You're outfit. right. The theme was actually not prehistoric. Opposite Anything prehistoric. Anything but prehistoric. Maybe it was like future was the theme. So he had to dress like all sci-fi. And he's like, F that. I'm going the opposite way. Now, he could make the argument that T-Rex are the future because Jurassic Park, like, you know, cloning tech and whatever the hell they did with the flies, and the mosquitoes. Maybe that was his argument, but they just wouldn't. They wouldn't listen. Boy, they're cracking down. Also, he he swayed his head back and forth like a mighty T-Rex and hit the principal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make me take this off. Whap. Punch everywhere. <laughs> so is his powers that he literally just turns into a T-Rex? Does he ever turn back into a human inside of a T-Rex outfit or is he just I always a T-Rex? Maybe he can turn back into a human. Yeah, I think so. And it, maybe maybe he's wearing the T-Rex suit or maybe he's not. It's just now the suit is inside him. And when it comes out, it's a full fledged T-Rex. Now, I don't know. Do we want it to be a curse where he's always wearing the costume or the curse is just that he'll turn into one? Either could be either or both I, could be good. I like, want together. a T-Rex, like a real T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh that's yeah. That's that's for sure. Okay. There. That's not getting removed from the table. It's just when he's not the T-Rex, do we want him to have the suit on or not? I vote suit because I think it's funnier. <laughs> I think it's funnier and it sort of will help propel him to being a villain. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be, he'd probably be more of a hero, I think. If I could turn into a T-Rex at will, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go stop this bank robbery. <laughs> hey, guys, we're in luck because the work has already been done for us this week for the costume. <laughs> we're not, well, th- this oh, is important. Yeah. Does he keep the bow tie after transformation? Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> He's got this uh, bow tie absolutely. Hell yeah. So... As a villain, what's his motivation? So he's mad at the school, but like, where does it go? Does he become... Where else does it go? I have a few questions that could help us determine Uh motivation. Yeah, Um, let's do it. And also along with his powers, can he just do this at will or does something trigger it? I like Tanner's idea of sort of a Hulk scenario where if he ever gets upset, maybe at first when it's just whenever he gets upset. Until he learns now, to control Now, is that it. two Hulk? No, this one's a T-Rex. You're right. All right, next question. It's going to be it's gonna be a hard line to walk just because, like, if he's a guy who turns into a beast at all, I feel like the, the Hulk parallel is already there, so he might as well just lean into it. So we're going to say that it's intense emotion that brings it out. 
Yes. Especially if he sees his girl dancing with his best friend. Uh-huh. Can't have that. He was just ruined that night. Like, one, he is now, uh, can transform into a giant, uh, raging prehistoric hell beast. And two, he lost his girl and his best friend. Because he ate them. Oh, now, now does that he? could be I, I an interesting that. breaking point. Like he eats his girlfriend and his best friend, and he's just like it. Ru- it completely devastates his psyche, and he kind of goes mad from it a little bit. Yeah, when he turns back into his costume human form, he like realizes what he's done, and he just goes bat shit insane. So he's like the Joker, but T Rex. But T Rex. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Would it still be intense emotion or could he still do it whenever he wanted? Because he's insane. Hmm. Well, if he's insane, I think it has to be that he does it when he wants to. Yeah. Do we want to go insane? Yeah, he's an insane T-Rex. Do we have an insane guy yet? I don't think we actually do. No, we don't. Yeah, that works. So that night he snaps and he eats up his best friend Trevor and his girlfriend Beatrice. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. All right. There's the name. That's good. I had a second question to help us determine motivation as well. Is he now a pawn of the principal or is he just, I think maybe with the insanity that that kind of answers that he's kind of his own thing now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the principal thinks at first that he's going to get to control him. But oopsie. He accidentally maybe, eats but... his best friend and girlfriend. So he kind of loses it. <laughs> you can never count Uh-oh. on that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So yeah, that's kind of motivation. He's just insane. So what does he start doing then? This is like, you know, generic evil things like rob banks, uh, make polio exist again. What generic he, things, you know. What if yeah. he somehow starts stuff. to, is there a way for him to start to work to like either make, make more people like him or like bring back the Jurassic age, like somehow like start to bring back more dinosaurs? Maybe he breaks into like a museum and if there's like fossils of dinosaurs, he can bring them back. Yeah, I guess we've already, we've kind of established that he's like all about that prehistoric life. Insane him is just like, bring them back. He's seen Jurassic Park, all four of them so many times. What else are you guys thinking? Should we do one of those mashup things? <laughs> we okay. could try that. Like, what did you... we, what, didn't we have that for a name? Or wait, what was that? I forgot. No, it was just you guys said Nightlight at the same time. We, we both had the same idea. We both had uh, an idea and we said it at the same time. But this, we don't have you that. Could, you could have one person say a, a, a prehistoric word and one person say a crime word and see what happens. Okay, that's a good idea. Uh, you, you guys want to do an all countdown? Yeah, so this is an idea that we all got from a podcast we all listen to called cool games inc we just wanted to put that out there in case griffin and nick were listening in and being like that's our idea and then they <laughs> sure then they, they sue us drew i really admire that you have such high hopes yeah podcast. Uh, a boy can dream hey you know what don't let your dreams be dreams chase your bliss <laughs> let your dreams be t-rexes <laughs> all right so who wants to do what i'll do the crime word if someone wants to do the prehistoric word okay i guess i've got a word but i don't think it's that good so three two i'll count down three two one go well yeah. you guys would go on the yeah so three two one and then we'll go all right here we go three two one arson thunder lizard thunder lizard arson <laughs> so he <laughs> <laughs> okay it... but is he burning stuff <laughs> oh boy <laughs> thunder lizard arson i don't know how that's a crime <laughs> well arson's a crime but what makes it thunder lizard <laughs> okay i think we need to scrap that i don't think it works very well with, like prehistoric i don't think it works well for doing anything other than the name I guess. We'll never know unless we try. Yeah, I think we did just try. Well, just the once. I kind of like the idea of him like breaking into museums and stuff using the fossils. Stealing those bones. 
Dem bones, dem bones, dem. Yeah, I mean, does, if we want him to have like a dinosaur army, or is he just obsessed with that kind of stuff? So he just keeps taking it. And is he even... able to spawn some dino dino army? Maybe he. So because he transforms from human to to dinosaur, he can start to like. Maybe when he goes crazy, he gains some sort of like kind of like the Joker, where he's like hyper smart, sort of. He gains um, some intelligence. Yeah, and he like analyzes what the the chemical process that his body goes through to turn from human to dinosaur and he's like trying to turn other people into dinosaurs like okay. make it a gas okay. form like a dino bomb that's, that's a dope name okay so he's working on this dino bomb is it one big bomb yeah it's gotta be one big bomb maybe it starts with like small isolated like in the comic it would start with small isolated incidents of that like, he would yeah that he would and he would use that like maybe we we discover that play, he's robbing places for components for his bomb but like the guards there are like, they get onto the scene and they discover the bo- the, the guards there are like Dilophosauruses and and Velociraptors and that's cool. They're like, what is going on? But it's all leading towards one one big bomb. Yeah, the Thunder Lizard bomb. <laughs> the Thunder <laughs> Lizard bomb. Yeah, and, and it's it's Project Thunder Lizard Arson. Yes, because <laughs> he is burning down this world and making a new one. But actually, it's the city. Wow, that's actually the most fleshed out plan we've ever really done i'll be honest when i first saw his article i was like oh boy i don't know what's gonna happen where we're going but then it really it really popped off yeah carl carl thank you should we talk about his name yeah i think it's about about that time i already had the idea of schizophrenic rex or psychopathic rex but what what else we got hmm, t- i mean i feel like the, the t-rex thing is is like a good v- avenue because it's like you know he is a t-rex and i feel like there's plenty we can do there tyrannosaurus um, oh okay he was cursed right oh yeah mm-hmm. tyrannosaurus hex <laughs> <laughs> okay mm. i mean he didn't do he doesn't do any hexing and he's not really I, I like where your head's at, but yeah, he doesn't. He's not throwing down hexes. Although I would love to see scrap a, it, scrap it all. A T Rex with board. a wizard's hat, like the Sorcerer's Apprentice, Mickey Mouse. Oh, well, and Disney is actually sending me an email right now. Where we oh, have to shut hold down on, the guys. Yep, Disney's just crashing through my window. It right could now. be <laughs> a, a Promosaurus Rex because he's always got a bow tie on. <laughs> Promosaurus. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus formal. <laughs> he wants to make more dinos, so he's di- Dino Morus Rex. Dapper Dino. Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> Drew, what was your first one? I said either Schizophrenic Rex or Psychopathic Rex. Well, they're both, both good. They're pretty on the nose, too. I feel like we haven't just hit the one yet. That makes us go, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Do we need, like, what's, is, should we focus more on the fact that he's a high schooler? The Tyrannosaurus kid. Rookie of the year. Yeah, he breaks his little T-Rex arm, but he becomes the greatest pitcher in the major league. Maybe we add a subplot where he's on the basketball team and he's really good when he turns into a T-Rex. And he's on the Monstars team. Teen Rex. T-Rex. Now no, that's pretty you, good. We don't have to have the basketball thing, but I know, but definitely Drew's Team Rex. That's you I know, act- you talked about hitting the one that says that we say, "Oh yeah," and I feel like that one to me is an "Oh yeah" kind of name. I actually really like that. I was just kind of making a goof off of Teen Wolf, but that actually works really well. Mm, Do you guys Rex. like it? Teen Rex, because it's kind of like T Rex, but with an E. Yeah, so let's do Teen Rex. 
I like that. Yeah, I'm down with that. I can dig it. Cool. All right, what else do we need? Uh, we still need a weakness, I believe. Is there a way to calm him down? Like sing to him? I don't know. Show him a picture <laughs> yeah, like of his... sing to him. Show him that picture of him with his girlfriend. It was a happier time then. Hit some dance music, maybe? It, like. Oh, he, does he just puts... got to dance? He can't resist the T-Rex shuffle. <laughs> One weakness is not being able to resist the T-Rex shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty big weakness, honestly. Unless people aren't aware of it. I think people aren't aware of it. He's just got to do it. Then that that's nothing like mystical or magical or scientific about that. He's just insane. And if he hears yeah. it, he's just like, hell yeah, it's my jam. Yes. Hold me back. And if you say that's too big of a weakness, he just needs to put earplugs in. Big T-Rex ear, ear plugs. But you know there what? You go, How haters. does he reach his ears? He puts them in before he transforms. But I don't know if you're looking at this costume. I'm not. So he gets a, he gets a lackey to do it. You're right. One of his T-Rex lackeys, a, a raptor, old blue, jumps on his back and like puts him in for him. Yeah. Any, any other weaknesses? Um. What's the T-Rex's natural predator? Meteors. Okay, yeah, so he's weak yeah. He's weak to meteors. Yeah, yeah, sucker. None of us are weak to meteors. Got him. He's Very. especially weak to meteors. <laughs> yeah, more so than other people. Like, other people burn up and die. He, like, burns up and dies. And then, oh, Tar. Oh, yeah, definitely tar. If he gets stuck in that tar, he's just worthless. I think he can't really swim. I think that's an actual T-Rex thing. Yeah. They can't swim. I mean, it seems like it would be difficult for them. So, dino shuffle, meteors, tar, swimming. Good good luck, heroes. Bingo. What's his first comic book cover look like? I just, uh, what if it was him as a T-Rex just busting some moves on the dance floor while people are screaming? And running away. <laughs> I like that. That's I, I really do like that a lot. Shows that we're not afraid. It's going to be action-packed, but we're also going to have some fun in this comic. And this is moments before he eats his girlfriend. Like, this is right before he spies his girlfriend and best friend. So, close. when he sees them at first, it's the di- the T-Rex shuffles on, but then the song ends, and that's when he goes to eat them. Yeah, the, 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 the T-Rex shuffle ends. Love song starts playing. No, that's too high pace. We need a real slow song. What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. <laughs> and he looks over and it's like he gets that tunnel vision. People are screaming and there's a spotlight right on those two. And they're they're not leaving room for uh, Bill Engvall between the two of them. <laughs> that took me a second. It's a deep cut, but it, 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 it checks out. Okay. I like that for the cover. Just... Him busting a move as a T-Rex. What about the font? Uh, that Jurassic Park font that's like on the uh, the sign when those gates open. Okay. So it just says Teen Wolf. Well, no. Or <laughs> Teen Rex. <laughs> it says Teen Wolf and Wolf is crossed it out. It says Teen Wolf. <laughs> it's just Rex. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't need to do costume. We've got motivation. I think... We got to have some sort of discussion because he's got Operation Thunder Lizard Arson like underway. Sh- should we talk about like how that is stopped or should we leave that? That could be like a quick little thing like which which hero is best equipped to deal with this. Derek. <laughs> I just like the idea that Derek's his enemy or like this is Derek's own enemy because Derek's like a normal person who wants to be normal and this dude's just crazy this guy's and crazy wants to be crazy the police yeah. are on to him and they're like we gotta bring we gotta bring in the big guns 
they bring Derek and he's just like, guys, I just, I, I, I just want to work. I want to get my minimum wage. I just, please. He just sighs. Like You're the only one who can do this, Derek. Here's a gun. And they give him a gun. You're on the force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, not again. Stop no, please, it. guys. Stop giving okay. me guns. Should we do Derek or someone else or maybe a team up or what? We didn't have any. We don't have any hero police officers, do we? No. That'd just be too perfect. What if it was Mech Gruff and like the the Watchdogs? Oh, I guess that makes sense. That's the closest we to have bring to in cop. Derek. Yeah. So Mech Gruff and Derek. Mech Gruff, the Watchdogs, and Derek. That sounds like Derek's nightmare. Yeah. How do they? How do the Watchdogs? Why did they decide to bring Derek in? How did they discover Derek? Because they're kids. I guess they they are watching a lot of things. Maybe just Derek has unfortunately been near a lot of crime that Mech Gruff has gone towards. And they've just noticed this guy like suddenly knows CPR. It could be an accident too. Like the police, it's like the police bring in Derek because they figured out that he's like always exactly what they need in a given situation. Against and Derek's the will. Mech, Mech Gruff kids are like, oh shit, watchdogs roll out. We got, got a dino problem in downtown. And then they, they both get there at the same time and are like doing shit. And that's how they, this, maybe this is their, their meat, their meat cute. And then like, Derek's like, oh, you've got this? Okay, cool. And they're like, wait, you're that Derek guy. Come with us. And he's like, ah. I don't want this. The dog starts like dragging at his his, his, his jeans or something. But yeah, Derek loves dogs. He's, a, he's oh, this real sucker for dogs. That's his weakness. He's got it. He's like, oh, I got to Okay. We for did the dog. it. <clears throat> okay. So these two team up. And they go up against Teen Rex. Now, what 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 happens? They defuse the bomb. That and that should be Derek. Yeah, they like get Derek. Their their mission is to get Derek to the bomb so he can defuse it. So he Derek has to wear a blindfold there. the whole time though, so that way he doesn't accidentally learn how to do something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The the police and Mech Gruff are like trying to get Derek to this bomb. And yeah, I like the idea of a blindfold. And then while they're up by the bomb, Derek is doing his thing, and it's like up to the police and Mech Gruff to fight off the hordes of dinosaurs. Dinosaur people. Yeah. That's Mate? yeah, I like this. This is like the final fight of like a Spider-Man video game or something. Yeah, it totally is. That's what I kept thinking of. Like, yeah, Doc Connors is trying to Oh, you know what? That is exactly the plot of Spider the Amazing Spider-Man, isn't it? No. Okay. Never mind. I hated that movie. Anyway. Oh, wait, you're right. It is. Okay. Either way, just... that movie did suck. Yeah, we can just disregard that. Um, okay. And I like to imagine that, like, in while Derek is doing his thing, is he still blindfolded and doing this bomb? <laughs> I don't think so. I think at that point, he, he needs to see it. <laughs> He's doing the bomb thing, and Mechruff is fighting off the dinosaurs, and at one point, like, a little, like, Inspector Gadget, like, hand comes out of Mechruff and, like, wipes Derek's brow. I like that. I, that's a good image. Yeah. So that's 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 how he's defeated. Teen Teen Rex gets away, but he's been exposed. Now they know that what what he, what he's doing, what his plan is, and he's no longer working in secret anymore. Yeah, but he's still got aspirations to make more dinos. Yeah, the big bomb failed, and now the police are going to be looking for that. Maybe next time it's the water supply. Maybe it's maybe it's food. Maybe it's dispersed via bugs. You know, I don't know. Maybe we got a team up there. Between Infestra and Ooh. Teen uh, Rex. I feel like she wouldn't go along with that. Listen, 
a lot of things can happen. This is the beginning of our universe. Who knows where people are going to be? Endless possibilities. Maybe she, maybe she thinks she needs him. She's like, you know what, to get my. I mean, I don't want us to speculate too much here. We've already done a lot of team up speculation, but I mean, she's got, she's got aspirations to take down NASA, and maybe he's the kind of, maybe a, a Dino army wouldn't go, wouldn't be uh, overlooked in her plan. Plus, maybe he can bring back some prehistoric bugs. You know. Oh shit! The most powerful of them all. Yeah, alongside her scarabs. Yeah. That's real good, guys. Good job. Good job, everyone. Uh, anything else we need to do? I don't think so. I think we got everything. Yeah, we've got we've done the connections to current Pantheon. Heck yeah, we've done that. Bringing back Derek. That, I honestly wasn't sure how we would ever bring back Derek, but we brought back Derek. <laughs> he's always applicable. He's like at the end of this, he's just like the the issue. It's the issue's coming to a close. He's just like, can you guys like pay me for this? And they they all start laughing. It's a good like, haha. And then it's a freeze frame, and Derek just <laughs> is pissed. <laughs> should should I wrap it up? That was that that was easy. Yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, man. Okay, this has been issue number fifteen of Headline Heroes, featuring our new super villain, Teen Rex. As always, we wanted to thank uh, Brett Jacobson for creating the art for our show, as well as Carl Sorensen for creating the music for this podcast, as well as submitting this amazing article that we used this issue. Um, Carl's website is uh, carljsorensen.com, and it is in the show notes. If you have any articles you'd like to see us discuss, uh, our email is headlineheroescast at gmail.com. Otherwise, we also would love it if you could tweet them at us, at headline underscore heroes. Um, give us that follow there. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, um, it'd be great if you could uh, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out, lets us know what we're doing, you're listening, how we're doing, what we could do better, um, stuff like that. Uh, just a few uh, shout outs to people who have given us reviews. There's just another D20 something, Stochastic Life, Age HRT, and. Tommy, Tommy, Tom, which is my favorite one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So if anyone could do that, that'd be amazing. Um, uh, so again, thank you for joining us. And we hope you'll pick up the next issue of Headline Heroes. Hey.